Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. If you've ever watched the movie The Matrix, you'll know that there's a key point in that movie where Neo, the main character, meets Morpheus, and Morpheus gives him a choice. He gets the choice of either a blue pill or a red pill. If he takes the blue pill, he'll go back to his former life. Yet, if he takes the red pill, he's going to see The Matrix. He's going to see the underlying workings of society. You take the blue pill, the story ends, you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. And obviously, Neo takes the red pill and he sees the world for what it is. He goes into the Matrix. Now, what happens if there was a pill that we could take that had the same effect on us when it came to alcohol? What happens if we could just take a pill, then all of a sudden we see alcohol for what it is. We don't see the illusion. We see the underlying workings of the society that we live in. We see the conditioning, we see the messages, and we see them for what they are. Well, this video is that pill. I'm going to be breaking down literally the blue pill version of the world when it comes to alcohol and the red pill version of the world, the uncomfortable, bitter truth that I'm actually going to get you to swallow by watching this video. So there are two sections in this video. The first thing I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be explaining how the world looks like if you were to be in that situation that Neo is in and you actually took the blue pill. You know, I'm going to be explaining the way that most people see alcohol, the way that people who haven't thought critically about the situation, I'm going to be explaining their worldview. And then in the second half of the video, we are going to go to another level. We're literally going to be taking the red pill and we are going to go deep into what is going on. What the hell is going on? Why do so many people think that drinking poison, that drinking an addictive drug is somehow a good positive thing. And listen, guys, I mean, a lot of you guys that are watching this channel, you are going to love this video, but there's going to be a handful that are just going to be like, this is just too heavy for me. This is too much. It's too much too soon. And I'm making zero apologies. We are going to go deep. I'm literally going to be showing you what the hell is going on. So you do want to watch this video and you want to watch it in full because this is going to be one of the best videos on the channel. Let's get into it. So let's start with the blue pill. Let's start with the blue pill of alcohol. Now, the blue pill view of the world is that somehow alcohol is a good thing. It's a pleasurable thing. It's a thing that does a lot of good in the world. It's a valuable thing. It's a thing that helps you relax and all of this stuff. And 90% of people, in fact, probably 95%, maybe even 99% of people live in this reality. They see alcohol as a good thing. And that doesn't matter if they actually drink alcohol, whether they're a problem drinker, whether they don't drink, whether they've been to AA, whether they've never drank in their life. And even people that are growing up in the world, you know, teenagers that still haven't had a taste of alcohol, they still have this blue pill version of the world. And when I say blue pill, what I mean is that they are not critically thinking about the situation. They're not sitting down and actually logically looking at it. They're taking in information from other people without questioning it. So I want to break down some really key examples of blue pill thinking. Now, the first thing I actually want to touch on is my family life. So my home life uh, with my parents. So my mother has been to AA for 20 years. She has not drank for 20 years. The AA program worked absolute miracles in her life. She went from you know, crazy, crazy problem drinker to now reforming her life, marrying again, having another child, getting an amazing career, and she's rebuilt her whole life. Amazing woman. Now, my stepfather, who's the man that she's remarried, he drinks about half a bottle of wine every night. 
you know, half a bottle of wine, maybe a bit less, sometimes you won't drink, but it's a very consistent half a bottle of wine, it doesn't go over, I've never seen the man drunk once in my life. And this is no criticism of my mum, but she will view my stepdad as a normal drinker, and sometimes I can hear it that she wished that she could have been like that. She's not going to drink, but there's always this underlying tone that he's a normal drinker, he's got it all under control. And again, I'm not criticizing him either. This is what 95% of people are like. They think of alcohol as a good thing. So my mum sees my stepdad and she thinks that he's got it all under control. So yeah, maybe he does. Maybe he will never really progress past this amount that he's drinking. Maybe alcohol will cause no problems in his life. Maybe he won't go to the place that me and my mum have been to where, you know, we've had the blackouts, we've had the fights, we've lost the money, we've just got ourselves into some bad situations as a result of drinking. Maybe he will never get there. But that's not the issue here. He's, he, he lives in a reality where somehow drinking half a bottle of wine is actually adding value. He believes that a small amount of alcohol is somehow a good thing. It's an enjoyable, pleasurable thing. Yet he's probably never questioned why does he do that in the first place? Why does he feel it necessary to drink this small amount of alcohol on a daily, almost daily basis? Well, the reason why is because he must genuinely think that it's pleasurable. He must genuinely believe that he gets something out of it. Yet what he doesn't realize is that the person that doesn't drink alcohol feels good all of the time. Now what we really need to boil this down to is the craving. And I've made an in-depth video talking about this and I do advise you to go and check that out. If you click up here, wherever it is, click up here, you can watch that video. But what essentially a drinker does is a drinker lives with this feeling of an imperceptible craving their whole life. So what they do is they go through life and something never, it doesn't feel quite right. They can't relax, they can't calm down, and they just feel a little bit agitated all the time. The only time that that goes away is when they have a drink of alcohol. All of a sudden, then they feel relaxed. Now, my stepdad probably doesn't realize that that's going on, yet he's consistently drank this small amount of alcohol for such a long time. Just because he doesn't go overboard doesn't mean that he's not buying into the illusion that somehow it's adding value, because it's not adding value. It's still a ton of calories, it's still a ton of sugar. And the reality is, is that it does absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing for him. And this might be hard for some of you to get your head around because alcohol has no benefits to it. The person that has one or two drinks, the person that has 10 drinks, it doesn't make a difference. Nobody's getting a benefit. It's all an illusion and it's all a game. So there's just one example. Another example of this is just the societal belief that most people have. We live in this paradigm, in this worldview that alcohol is a good thing. You know, you speak to the average person in the street and you ask them about drinking, they say, oh yeah, I love having a few drinks, it's so much fun, it's, so, it's just so good. If we look at the media and we look at the news, we're going to see some things that pop up that talk about, you know, alcohol drinkers living longer and all of this nonsense. We put on the movies, we're going to see charismatic people drinking, nothing's going wrong. Yet that exact same drug causes pain, causes misery, causes death, causes impotence, causes broken relationships. An average drinker is going to waste way over $100,000 in a lifetime. We never see that side of things. So how can the exact same drug be so far apart? The way that it gets portrayed and the way that it is are just completely different. And the blue pill version of the world is that it's not a bad thing. It's just a good thing. And that gets portrayed all the time. Again, another blue pill view of the world is that alcohol somehow helps you relax, and I've just broken that down. Drinkers live with this imperceptible feeling of a craving, they drink alcohol, it goes away. Whereas the non-drinker feels good all the time, the drinker is always chasing this feeling of relaxation when they're taking a drug to relieve a craving that makes them feel unrelaxed in the first place. It's just a vicious cycle that goes on and on and on, and this can go on for 30 plus years. And really, it's a combination of things like normal drinkers, like marketing messages, 
conditioning, the idea of being an alcoholic. It's all of these things that give us the idea that alcohol is a good thing. And that's the blue pill world that we live in. Most people live in that reality the same way in the matrix that the way that he has the choice of going, you know, seeing the truth or living the lie. Most people are sadly living the lie. And yeah, do you know what? People are going to dislike this video. I'm probably going to get a few comments where people are going, oh, this guy's full of nonsense. But that's okay. I'm cool with it because that's the truth. That is the world that we live in. So let's now take the red pill. I'm going to do what I promised. I want to go into the red pill of alcohol. I want to show you the truth. And I want to show you how you can actually build a paradigm and build a worldview where you see it for what it is. Now, for me, this process took many, many years. It was a bitter pill to swallow. It took many failed attempts and it took a hell of a lot of pain to figure things out. And what you do when you take the red pill is you question common knowledge. You don't take anything. And I seriously mean it. You don't take anything at face value. You question everything. And the real way that you do this is you do something called reasoning from first principles. If you see the diagram on the screen now, what this means is that we analyze new information. And you can see by all of these red dots on the screen right now, this is the information that I'm talking about. And you start questioning the things like, is alcohol helping you relax? Are you an alcoholic? Does it give you stress relief? Does it help you with courage? Are the marketing messages real? Is a normal drinker admirable? And what you do is you question every single thing that you think that you know about alcohol. And this is the process that I went through. It took me many years to go through this, but it is what it is. But you can shortcut this. You can shortcut this by doing the research. My business, SoberClear, helps people go through this mental model. We use this mental model to build this more realistic paradigm where you see alcohol for what it is. And I know this sounds crazy and hard to believe, but when you do this, the desire to drink, it goes away. I have no desire to drink alcohol anymore. I am completely done with it. I see it for what it is. It's like I've taken a red pill and it's done. It's finished. So this is what you do. If you want to take the red pill, you reason from first principles. And I'm not saying you need to join the SoberClear program by any means. You can do this through reading books, through watching this YouTube channel, through speaking with people who have stopped drinking and they're happy about being a non-drinker. You can build a paradigm because there are tens of thousands, if not hundreds, if not millions of people that are happy about being a non-drinker. They live their life without ever putting alcohol in their body and they're completely fine. They enjoy it. They never want to drink. They don't crave alcohol. There are millions of people like this. But when you're drinking and you're surrounded by alcohol and you're surrounded by these messages and you're actually taking it in and believing it, it's very hard to do that. So that's why you should reason from first principles and start building a paradigm where you see it for what it is. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.